the thing that, that that's disappointing there's a few things that is disappointing for me is one now they they put so much heat and spotlight on, on the Melbourne Storm as an organisation. They've put so much spotlight on all their current teammates and, and the former players because, you know, we're all... I played my entire career there. Billy Slater played his entire career there. Ryan Hoffman played for the most part of his career there. Same with Cooper Gromp. All these all these wonderful players who, for their entire career, did the right thing. Mm, very true. They made the right choices. Same as same as Matt Guyer and, and Steve Kearney and all these guys that, that started the club back in 98 when really not many people wanted a club or a franchise in Melbourne. That's the most disappointing thing and the thing that annoys me. So that's Cameron Smith um, talking about... Where was he speaking today? Captain's run. It was the captain's run today. So with us, with us. And, and, you know, I might be painting this picture of, um, I don't know, um, something that's not quite achievable. But I, I, I again, maintain if, if you sign on to be an NRL player... And the NRL asks you to sign this dotted line here. You do not do illicit drugs. If you do, we can tear your contract up. End of story. Um, that, no, that's, that's where I sit. Now, I didn't intend this show to be a, an anti-drug show, but that's sort of the way it's going. That's, that's how I feel. You're a lot younger than me. You're half my age. Mm. Call me a dinosaur. Well, I'm not calling you a dinosaur, but what I would say is what Cameron Munster and... Brandon Smith have are alleged to have done. Yeah. We have okay. Let, let's we ta- have, let's we, take those names out of it. Let's say okay. it's player A, B, and C, and, C. and they were doing cocaine. Okay, elite sportsmen, NRL players, whoever. They, no names to it. If they were doing cocaine, we have Matt Lodge still picking up close to a million dollars a season. Yeah, at the New Zealand Warriors, and you can say what you want about what happened there and the and the time he did. But the fact is that he's been allowed back into the game. So two guys taking party drugs on the day after they've been knocked out of a, a prelim final. I see that as nowhere, not even the same stratosphere as what Matt Lodge has been allowed back from a second chance from. Okay, so what did Lodge actually get done for? I know it was bloody awful, whatever happened over there, holding a... I haven't got the facts in front of me, yeah. so I don't want to... So he broke into a house. Broke into a house and he was off his nuts. Yeah, and threatened. He yeah, it's family. really bad. Really not, bad. You know, yeah. not stuff you. So clearly, we NRL, thuggery. we the NRL, we mm. say absolutely no to thuggery and, yeah. and domestic violence and and, and all that yeah. sort of stuff, right? But you've got to have a. I, th- I think you've got to have a black and white. There can be no grey on your either um, anti illicit mm. drugs or. It's okay a couple of times. You can get caught a couple of times, but then, uh, I mean, the AFL, they've got a three-strike policy, mm. haven't they? They do. Well, oh, what, they what did sort for of a message is that yeah. send? What sort of a message is a three-strike policy sending mm. to anyone? And then I, this is what... I know, so the, I know what it sends to the players. And tying in, and I know we're going further here, but part of the reason I'm uncomfortable with the fact that Israel Folau has essentially been blackballed from the NRL and his contract... You know, won't be t- he's mm. he won't be signed by any club in the NRL because of the havoc it would cause them in a PR sense. Because he tarnished because he, the brand in such a such a way um, with a social media post. Now, yeah, yeah, I, I don't agree with no. what Israel Folau did. Um, I don't even particularly think that he should have kept his job after he posted that. But the fact that he's been kept out of a league that basically gave him everything, gave him his start in life, 
because of that, something that happened a couple of years ago. And mm. we have players who I feel have done things far worse than that. Mm. I think the NRL has to consider when you're looking at something like what Munster and Smith would do. I couldn't agree with your statement that we should just ban players that take drugs full stop. I mm. think that's too hard line approach when you look at the things that we have been accepting of as a game in the past. Mm. Well, I don't know how you, I don't know how you say, okay, uh, we, you are not permitted to have illicit drugs and play this greatest game of all. I'm not saying they shouldn't be punished. No. Well, don't get me wrong there. Okay. But to, to keep, to tear up their contracts. Okay, fine. No, 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 I'm with you. We all make, okay. We all make mistakes. Mm. Reese Walsh has made a mistake. Fine. So maybe I'm being a little bit too harsh there. But no, what I'm saying, I think you could have a clause in there. You know, mm. we, we could tear up your, there yeah. We could tear up your contract if you are caught doing illicit drugs mm. because we don't want, we are going to take a really, really, really strong stand against drugs. Mm. And that is one, going to be one of our selling points, one of our key mission statements for mums and dads out there that want to get involved with the mm. sport. You know, NRL are so anti drugs. Mm. Really? You bet they are. You watch this contract torn up. Mm. Maybe I'm being a bit too harsh. So you're right, but maybe the sanctions need to be. Heavier. I just can't get my head around this whole three strike system. So basically, the <laughs> AFL guys, they can get done once, twice, and no one knows about it, right? They keep it within the club. That was the policy for a while. Yeah. I'll have to go back and have a look at it. Yeah, well, I, I, think I believe that, that was changed, changed a little while ago. But yeah, it's essentially mm. a, a similar policy still in place. And they had a real problem with it for a while, probably half a decade or so ago, five, six years oh, ago. I've yeah, well, I reckon there's probably still a problem with it. What I what I don't want to see is young 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 Billy there. He's twelve and he's an influential part of his his life, you know, developmental wise. And he's a rugby league junior. He loves it. And he looks up to all his NRL idols. And suddenly he sees Player X, who's a Dallium winner of the year, past or present or whatever, and he's just got done for doing cocaine in a Gold Coast nightclub. What message is that sending to to young Billy? Mm-hmm. You know, um, but if Player X is then handed a really really stiff punishment by the NRL, well then Billy, I guess, can look at that and go, ah, that wasn't so clever, was it? Player X doing drugs. Look what look what's happened to you. I just wonder how much of an effect that has when if they're back a year later, two years later, and they're back being a star again. Does that? really the effect. The effect needs to happen in a societal sense rather than yeah. anything the NRL can I'd love to particularly do. I'd love to be a fly on the mm. the skull of of, um, of Craig Bellamy at the moment because he would be absolutely filthy mm. um, about all this because they worked so hard for so long to build that that great culture and uh, whether it is illicit or not, it's really damaged the Melbourne Storm brand. You're listening to Higher Ground.